0: There, in the center of the shouting angry mob, a group of soldiers surrounded a single man with wild blonde hair. They bound his hands behind his back and tied a singing stone against his forehead with a leather thong, but left the fine sword hanging at his side as if it were accursed and no one wished to touch it. Kanvar winced at the thought of how painful the singing stone must be for the captured Naga, but the Naga strode confidently amid the soldiers, head held high, his eyes scanning the crowd as if looking for someone. They brought him into the square amid the shouting crowd, "'Burn him! Burn the Naga!' The closer the singing stone came, the more its wail drowned out the cries of the angry humans. Kanvar reeled in pain and dropped his bedroll onto the platform so he could use his good arm and hand to grip the stanchion to keep himself from falling. General Sanderson met the soldiers just below the watchtower. The soldiers savagely forced the Naga to his knees in front of Sanderson. The Naga glanced up as his knees slammed against the rough volcanic stone. His eyes locked with Kanvar's for a split second before the soldiers forced his head down into submission at Sanderson's feet. "'Divaj!' Kanvar cried, but his small voice was lost in the shouts from the crowd. He couldn't believe it. His brother had changed some as he grew older, but there was no doubt. The Naga was Divaj. Joy spread through Kanvar's heart and was smothered by a blanket of fear. Divaj would not survive the day.' "'Samdresen held up a hand, and the shouts died down to angry mutters. "'Why have you come here?' Samdresen demanded. "'You know your life is forfeit. "'I've come seeking peace. "'This land is big. "'There is room for all. "'Dragons and humans once lived side by side. "'We could do so again,' Divaj said. Kanvar didn't know how Divaj could even talk "'instead of just writhing in pain from the Singing Stone.' His announcement must have taken all Divaj's force of will to make. Sandresen spat in Divaj's face. Tell that to the Blues. Divaj swallowed and looked up into Sandresen's face. Don't you dare look at me! Sandresen kicked Divaj in the jaw, sending him reeling backwards. The soldiers caught him and forced him down flat onto the ground in front of Sandreson. I've come to act as emissary between you and the Blues, Divaj said through gritted teeth. Kanvar could barely hear him beneath the scream of the singing stone. I believe if both sides would just listen to each other, we could bring this war to a close. Never, Sandresen said. He kicked Divaj again and ordered his soldiers to burn him. The soldiers erected a wooden pillar in the center of the square. The colonists brought armloads of dry straw, sticks, and logs to pile around the pillar. The soldiers dragged Divaj over to the pillar. "'No!' Divaj shouted above the roar of approval from the crowd. "'Don't do this! We can live in peace! Please!' And Kanvar stood frozen, clinging to the tower support with his good arm. He told himself to do something, to move, to save his brother, but his body remained rooted to the spot. Divaj glanced up at him with a thin smile as the pile of wood grew at Divaj's feet and oil poured over it. Samdrisen himself carried the torch to light the fire. A terrible roar split the air, and the bell started a wild tolling. "'The blues!' a watchman screamed. "'The great blues!' Canbar snapped his eyes up from the square and saw a wave of great blue dragons appear around the closest mountain peak and skim across the trees toward the colony. They had to have been flying low and behind the ridges to keep from sight until the final length from the mountain to the colony. At the head, their leader winged, a grizzled old blue dragon who dwarfed the younger ones by far. Canbar had seen the great blue leader before. He'd led all the blue's attacks on the colony. He was colossal and relentless and had the scars to prove it. The soldier said he was blind in his left eye from a ballista bolt he'd taken back when the Moranis had first come to these shores. No matter how many times the Moran army wounded him and beat the blue dragon's back, the colossal blue always returned to attack again. The colonists scattered out of the square to the safety of the buildings. "'Liar!' Sanderson screamed at Devage. "'Did you think you could trick us into letting our guard down? "'It won't work!' He thrust the torch into the oil-slicked wood and then raced along with the rest of the soldiers to the defense of the colony.